Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's the Dad Bod Golf Pod, episode 87. It's Friendship Friday, our favorite day of the week. You know why? Because the weekend is here and we're ready to play some golf. Uh, it's Kyle, Ben, Nate, and our special guest, Mr. Andrew Kozan, fresh off. I don't even know. I still don't know how to say this. Getting through Q school. Or like what, what do you call it? What do you when call somebody it? Like, says, when somebody says, what happened to you this weekend? What do you tell them? Survival. Yeah, you survived. <laughs> exactly. Alive, escaped. Yeah. Escaped Q yeah. school. All exactly. good words. All good words. Exactly. We're proud members of the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. And we are ready to rock and roll on this Friday and talk even more about Q School because we got a guy who almost won the damn thing. And he's here Mm-mm. to tell us, tell us all about Q School, all about the upcoming season. Uh, and we're just excited to have you, um, Andrew. So uh, welcome. Welcome. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Really, really appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. So, Andrew uh, played. Uh, you're from South Florida, or is that yeah, right? Yeah, West Palm, Florida, West Palm Beach. West Palm, terrible golf down there. Is what I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah weather's bad. No good golf. Like golfers coming there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get to play? I mean, you play pretty much year round in West Palm Beach, right? Oh or, yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah. we're up in Birmingham now, but it's about as cold as weather we'll ever get in Florida. About sixty degrees, so. Pretty fortunate down there. You guys bring out the parkas when it hits 60 in Florida? Yeah, yeah. no kidding. You're not lying. That's, it feels like it. feels like it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Andrew, you like to throw down bets every now and then? Online, like, like bet on sports, bet on golf. Careful, he's like professional. I can, I cannot confirm nor deny. There you go. <laughs> hey, well, if you if you don't want to confirm, uh, you don't have to. Uh, you can check out betonline.ag. Uh, they have a brand new desktop and mobile website. You can sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your bonus. Basketball. Uh, baseball's over, so football, NHL, boxing, <laughs> golf, uh, tons of golf stuff. Uh, we, we give out terrible picks every now and then. Uh, they even have casino games. Uh, bet yeah, Online's the fastest yeah. and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Andrew, so you're. We told you it would be an awkward transition. He went from weather to betting online. Yeah, you got to. You got to. If you're going to look at the forecast online, you might as well bet online. (laughs) You probably can bet bet on what the temperature is in West Palm Beach right now. Yeah. Yeah, You you probably can bet on it somewhere on on there. But anyway, uh, so you're from South Florida. You end up at uh, Auburn University. Mm -hmm. How's that happen? There's tons of, I mean, you come, you come, you leave West Palm Beach and you, you come all the way up to Auburn. Uh, how does that happen? Yeah, well, um, I had a good, I think it was summer going into my sophomore year. So kind of got my name, I guess you could say, on the map for, for those bigger colleges. So that summer we took a big old road trip with my parents. We went to a bunch of SEC and ACC schools like Florida, Georgia, Georgia Tech, um, Alabama, Auburn. Was uh, Also went to Clemson, was a huge Clemson fan, loved it there. Turns out they're mm-hmm. like built by. I think the campuses were built by the, the same architect. Super so I was. I loved Clemson. Was a huge Clemson fan from after that visit. Was well, I was pretty sure I was going to Clemson. Like I was, I was in the store buying all the Clemson apparel. 
uh, a funny story is I was so sure I ordered like a custom Clemson yardage book with my name on it. And the shipping was like four to six weeks. So like by the time it actually came in, I was already committed to Auburn. So <laughs> like, so we still have the Clemson one. My dad still has it sitting around the house somewhere. That's awesome. That's but so cool. yeah, just, I loved Auburn from the second I got here. The coaches were phenomenal, uh, real, real nice people. Re- could really tell they really, really cared about the program. Um, facilities were, were phenomenal as well. Top three, top five in the country, in my opinion. Nice. Um, so just knew it was a, a great way to kind of prepare for the next level of golf. Absolutely. So what did you, was Clemson like a lock and then all of a sudden you went to Auburn and like you had, you had locked in on Clemson before you ever saw Auburn or what changed in those, those 46 yeah, so, weeks? So Clemson was one of the, one of the first ones I visited and I'm not sure exactly what it was. I got to hang out with some of the teammates there. The coaches were awesome. I just kind of really got like a, a real home vibe, similar to what you get to Auburn um, from, from the get go. And then, so I was, I was, I loved it there. And then I visited Auburn like the week later. I liked it, but for some reason, I just got a better vibe from Clemson. And then I know Corey and Nick showed a lot of interest in me, which was kind of made my decision switch a little bit. They started coming to pretty much every golf tournament, just showing their, showing their interest in me, which, which changed a lot. I felt like the Clemson coaches kind of assumed that I was going to pick them. So they kind of just backed off a little bit before the decision was made. Got to so close the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. made a huge impact. Between um, that and that bookstore shipping with the uh, with the with the yardage book, man, they got yeah. to get that. They got to get that tightened up. <laughs> hey, if it was like two weeks shipping, you probably would have stayed. Yeah, with yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was funny though because when so Corey came down, I was at a tournament down in Palm Beach. He came down to watch, and I talked to my parents the night before the final round, and we're like, okay, well tomorrow after the round, we're going to talk to Corey and we're going to, we're going to verbally commit. So uh, of course that, that round happens. And then we're like, okay, well I should at least before I commit, at least call the Clemson coach and tell him like, Hey, like appreciate you doing this, but I'm actually going to be going to Auburn. And the, and the joke was that I should just say, Hey coach, I want to be a tiger. Just the Auburn tigers, like not the Clemson tigers. Ow. <laughs> well, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do oh, that. Oh, man. That would have been such a That would have been a ballsy move for us. That that so savage. Oh, my goodness oh, gracious. That's awesome. Coach, I'm going to be a tiger. Just <laughs> not oh, your tiger. Yeah, sorry, not yours. <laughs> Just the original tiger, not the copycat. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. So then we actually had – I think we were coming up for a football game or a visit again, like the next week we already had planned. So my dad goes on that trip with us because he wasn't there for the first trip. It was just me and my mom. And we get there and he says, son, what the hell was wrong with you? Why the hell would you want to go to Clemson over this? This is phenomenal. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That kind of made me feel a lot better about the decision. So that's awesome. Yeah, we got good stories, man. At least, you know, you got the yardage book, but there was like an, a guy who committed to Auburn and got an Auburn tattoo and then went to Alabama. So, I mean, at least you didn't go that far. You know, yeah. yardage, yeah. yardage books don't last forever quite like a tattoo yeah. does. That's true. <laughs> Regret for life. Regret for life. That's <laughs> awesome. Or do you have, you have a Clemson tattoo somewhere that, that we don't know about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you could you could you could finagle a, a Clemson tattoo into being in Auburn with it, you know, right. somehow, I'm sure. Yeah, there's, there's ways to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you come to Auburn, uh, we're members at AU club. So I'm sure we've seen, we've seen each other around out there. What's the lowest round you ever shot at AU club? In the blues, not the white. Before you answer this, I'm shocked at the players that went to Auburn that say they have demons at AU club. 
I don't. I'm not a fan of you, Club Man. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't. There's a couple holes like, like one. I don't like one tee. I don't like eleven. Eleven. They moved up the OB like two years ago. So like, if yeah. you run the mm-hmm. fairway at all, it's, it's, it's OB. Gone. Yeah. So I've, I've had so many rounds where I'm playing well, and then boom, out of bounds, and then it's like, well, okay, now what? Yeah, it's like exactly. Tough to recover from that. I like Sog. Little. It's easy. Sog's easy. I like. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it is. It's. I feel like if you could flip flop, like if you could put, if you could put the, uh, if you could put the the driving holes, if you could, if you if you put the the the, I'm trying to think of how to the difficulty off the tee, <laughs> difficulty <laughs> off the tee from AU Club to Sog, it would be an impossible golf course because like their their second shots, I feel like are harder than AU Club. If you can, if you could like mix and match, it'd be diabolical, absolutely yeah, exactly. diabolical. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, so a little, uh, a little ongoing joke with me and my buddies, and I'm gonna get in so much trouble for this as I say that the the SOG handicaps don't travel very well. Oh, and, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably not the best thing. <laughs> the proof's in the pudding with the buddies of, that that come out and play with me at RTJ. They they're like, I don't get it, man. I'm like a six SOG. I'm like, yeah, that's it's a different ball game, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. So y'all had, I mean, you had quite a bit. Of, quite a bit of success uh you were on the i guess you you were on the sec championship team mm-hmm. and uh that was an awesome run uh into the national championship uh tournament I get to the semifinals a lot of awesome experience uh and then uh you just you graduate and it's like all right what do we do next and it's just the only thing i mean you got q school right there mm-hmm. and so tell us the the process like from from leaving college, getting ready for Q school, and then we can talk about Q school because that's that yeah, obviously is fresh on the mind. Back a couple of years to that when you talked about the SEC and national championship team, yeah, it was it was kind of tough on me. I was like the six seven man, so I didn't I didn't participate in any of those teams. Right. So I was I was always the guy sitting back at home. My first two years, I probably played half the events, most of those events as an individual, not in the starting five. So to see him see the team have that great success was. It was it was awesome to see as a teammate, but it was also right. kind of like a, a kick in the butt having to sit home and watch them do it and not be able to partake in all that. But the, the guys are great about it, always supportive. But it was it I was I'm almost thankful for it though for kind of kept the the fire lit under my butt. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, kind of right. kept you working hard. But we've always had such a deep team that there's every every guy could qualify for the for the event each and every week. So. Um, yeah, fun. I never actually played in a national championship either. So the, the first two years, I was just barely out. The third year was COVID. And then last year, we missed by a shot, which kind of kind of yeah. hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. But overall, yeah, college experience, a lot of fun. And then going into Q school, I felt I was really prepared just from the last couple of years here. You know, uh, Nick and Corey did a phenomenal job just getting us ready and, and getting us in a competitive environment whether it's practice or qualifying or trying to simulate those competitive tournament environments. So I felt pretty prepared going into it this summer. Uh, had you had played, played the course before? Uh, is that, or I guess, well, let's talk about you, you had, you had to start off at first stage. So yeah. first stage was, did you go to mobile or did you go somewhere else? I went to uh, the breakers West golf club down in West Palm, which is lucky enough. It's our, my home course. We've been the member. Oh, wow. Cheers. So I'm nice. actually on the back nine there. So got a lucky draw there. They've had it there for the past four or five years. 
And we were always, ever since they started having it there, I was like, oh, sweet. Like, just got to play Q school here. Just got to play Q school here. So awesome. it, was, it was nice to finally have the opportunity there. Went out there and I won that stage by two shots. So that was really solid. Um, yes. A lot of momentum going into the second stage. The second stage was down at Plantation Preserve down in Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale area. And didn't play too well. I think I shot even par of the first round. Just a lot of stupid bogeys, just kind of. And Q School, there's so many great players. So you got to go shoot really well pretty much every day. And one, right. one poor round and you're out of it. That's the tough part about Q School. So it's it's tough to have all those mental mistakes and stupid mistakes um, and, and still stay there mentally and physically and, and knowing you can still qualify. So I think I shot even the first round, so I was out of it a little bit. Shot a couple under the second and third round. I think I shot 66 the second or third round. So nice. I went into the final round right around the number, maybe one ahead of the number. And so I knew probably two under would get would get it. I think I was at eight. I think I needed – I thought I said I needed to get to ten. So I was like even par through eight holes the final day. I was like, okay, well, we need to get a birdie here and there, but don't need to force anything stupid. And then the ninth hole, they tucked this pin – uh, back on a corner right right next to the water. So there's water just over the green. And we just got out of like a three-hour rain delay that day. So it was like one of our first holes back. I got like 100 yards in the fairway, like usually a simple shot. Landed it where I thought I wanted it to. And then I guess with the wet with the wet greens, it kind of like the first or two bounce or two always skid a little bit with the water. And it just barely went into the hazard long. And then it was a yellow hazard instead of a red hazard. So then I have to pretty much re-hit the shot. So I end up making double there. So I go from thinking I'm on the number one back to now I'm like, okay, I'm like three back now with nine holes to go. Like I got to make something happen. You got to grind. Yeah. Yeah. So I go, I go to my caddy, like walk into the 10th tee. Like I'm like mad, but I'm not mad. I'm like more like pumped up, like excited to like, okay, let's go make four or five birdies aside. And then what a story that would be. Cause I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, well, we lost – we didn't make it to NCAAs by one. I missed the cut at the open by one on the last hole. And it's like I could think of all these scenarios where I missed by one, and which probably was not the best thing to be thinking at the time. I was going to say, all this is going through your head. head, yeah. head, oh, yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, real. That's real. Which is probably not the best thing to be in my head. But at right. the time, I was using it as fire. Like, okay, well, screw that. Like, that's not happening again. We're going to go make a bunch of birdies here. And what a story this is going to be in about two hours – when I can say, Hey, I did this and I battled back and made it. Um, so I get to 10 had the par five was right next to the green, had an easy up and down, didn't convert that. So I was like, okay, well that's a big damp. And like, I need a bunch of birdies. And that was the easy opportunity there right out the gates. Didn't take advantage of it. So we get to, so I part 10 part 11, we get to 12, which is like a 200, 210 yard par three over water with a tuck pin and, my caddy comes up to me and we, we always gamble a bunch on the golf course. So he's like, all right, well, we'll play a game. Like every bird you get, I'll pay you 50 bucks. Every party you make or worse, you got to pay me 50, pay me 50 bucks. So I was like, okay, well, can we start that on the next hole? Because I'm looking at a 210 yard part three <laughs> over water. So can we start that the next hole? He's like, no, too bad. It's like pressing when I you got a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Pressing yeah. when you got a stroke. <laughs> yeah. I love so it. I'm like, this, this hole's move. playing like a three and a half the whole week. Like, if I make par, I'm perfectly fine. So you I'm lose like, 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, give me par. I'll, I'll pay you 50. We'll go to the next. Yeah. 
So I'm aiming like 30 feet left of the hole, like just trying to hit the green, two putt, get out of there. And I kind of block it a little bit. Like I play a draw and the pin was on the right. So it starts at it and just doesn't draw. So, and then I'm like, oh my God, like I think that's in the water. And then it somehow carries, goes to like 12 feet. I bury the hole. Nice. Pay him. Pay him. Pay the After every hole. <laughs> give, me, every just, hole. give me the money now. <laughs> and then, so I, that was, that was a big momentum just because they actually see a putt go in for the day. It was nice. Um, and then, so I birdied that, birdied the next hole from like 150. And the next hole I had like 90 yards and lipped out a wedge. So made birdie there. So that's three in a row there, which in, which in reality probably would have done it right there, I think. But in my head, I'm like, I need one or two more. Like, I don't know where the number's at. I haven't looked at the leaderboard yet. So then I par the next couple, we get to 17 and I got like a 65 footer. And I was like, all right, well, I need, in my mind, like I need at least one more. So we're, me and my caddy are reading the putt. We got 65 feet and I go to him like, like, I'm feeling good about this one. And it just drops in from 65 feet. And then I got a couple buddies out there. They're all screaming. We're like, oh, hell yeah, this is awesome. And we get to the last hole, which is a par five. And we're like, okay, well, I'm on the number. I should be, I'm in no matter what. Just make par, easy par five. I, I went like birdie, eagle, birdie on it the first three days. We just need a par. That's all we need. So we get down there, hit my drive right down the fairway, but then had this bad mud ball. Last hole, like all I need is par. And I'm just going to hit in the fairway and just get a terrible mud ball. Just my luck. Yeah. So we're like trying to contemplate what the shot to do is like, it doesn't look that bad, but it turns out there was a lot more mud like sitting under it that we didn't even see. So it was a weird hole where if you can, the layup shot, if you hit it under like 200 yards or 220 yards, maybe it's like super tight water in play bunkers everywhere. But if you can hit it like 220 and get over all that stuff opens it way up like three times as wide. So I'm like, okay, big mud ball. I'm just going to hit three wood anyways. Doesn't look that bad for my eye. And it's way wider up there. Like, I don't want to hit. The last thing I do need to do is have a mud ball that turns left in the water and make bogey, not make it. Yeah. So we convinced ourselves, all right, this is the play. We're hitting three wood up there. It's probably going to turn a little one way or the other, but that fairway is super wide. So we hit the shot. Turns out there was way more mud on than we saw under it. This thing squirts right like 60 yards, and I'm just sitting there watching this thing roll. There's like a single bush, like a foot wide, just one bush, and you just see the thing just trickle right into the center of it. Oh, no. Sitting there like, you got to be kidding me, man. So we get up there, end up having to take it on playable from like, so we got like 140 yards and hit it to 15 feet, lip out, or not lip out, like barely missed it. So I get off the green, like, oh, my God, like, I just bogeyed this hole. I'm going to miss it by one now. You look at the leaderboard. I think it was top 20 in ties. I made it. I'm, like, tied for 19th, and there's, like, two or three guys left. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be between 19th and, like, 21st. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, sitting there a little nervous, doing the math. We were walking. I was looking at the phone, doing the math, trying to walk to the clubhouse. We figured out, we're like, okay, well, one of the guys that I played with was already in front of me and moved back or something like that. So, like, we're like, okay, so at worst, we're T20. Yeah, you're in. So, we're in. But it didn't feel real. We're like, well, we're in. We know it's not possible to not be in, <laughs> but it's not official yet. So, we can't <laughs> be too happy. 
Yeah. We're like waiting for every single score to come in. But yeah, I think we finished like 19th or something on the number, but it was, that was heart wrenching, man. It was crazy. And like that. Just telling that story, you had me nervous on 18. Yeah. I was an absolute wreck. I knew the <laughs> I'm talking to you now that you almost won the final stage, and I was, didn't know if you were going to make it through second yeah, stage. I like, <laughs> like, I know you made the final, and I'm still nervous while you're telling yeah, the I'm story. Like, no, I'm like, no, Bush, no! <laughs> yeah, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, well, I won, I won the first stage by two, made it through the second by a shot, and that feels a whole lot better than the first stage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, I was but- like, okay, now we're in. All right. New slate, new slate, and we're ready to go now. Um, but it was for for me to, to get through like that on the back nine with all those birdies that I that was a couple back to, to get through. Like, I was almost thinking going to the final stage. I was like, okay, well, I've had all these times where I'm out of it, and I try to put myself in a different mindset where I need to push, 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 and it works out. So I go into final stage. I'm like, okay, well, let's see if we Part can from just, just do that from the get-go. Yeah. Exactly. Um, didn't really work out. We played the harder course the first day in finals, shot three over, but I had like two doubles in my first six holes or something like that. Something stupid, like a bunch of high school mistakes that we just, you can't be making at this level, especially in Q school at this time. Right. So I think we, we finished it three over on the hard course though. So I was like, okay, whatever, like three over is bad, but it's not terrible. Like just put me out of it. Got the easy course the next day. So we ended up shooting starts raining on the back nine the second day, but kind of embraced it pretty well, me and my caddy. So I birdied three of my last four to shoot four under. Yes. So like 108th to I think 22nd or something like that. That's wild how it moved like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you were, you were the only guy moving in that direction. Everybody else was. Yeah, that, yeah second, that weather was terrible. That was <clears throat> Yeah, I said it was funny, like, earlier that day or earlier that week, we talked about – we were talking about the Bahamas tournament. We're like, what's the worst weather, like, that you just don't want to play in? And we're all, like, under 50, yep. a little bit of rain, a little bit of wind or more. That was the day. And that was exactly what y'all played in. Yes, <laughs> what y'all played in in a freaking Q school final stage. It was it was second. one of the few days where the weather was like ten degrees colder when we finished than when we started. Oh, oh god! We looked at the radar after, and it was like six or seven degrees from like snowing. It was unbelievable! <laughs> exactly. It was like it was like forty one. Feels like thirty six with rain. It was oh. disgusting. That's 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 so, terrible. I asked I asked Blaine this, and before you get to the rest of your round, like obviously you guys had a break on Saturday, and I'm just I'm just it's it's so intriguing to me. What what did you do on Saturday? You have nasty weather outside. You're not gonna hit a ball. What'd you do like all day just yeah, was, to kind of stay kind of loose? Upset. Like the weather we saw was gonna suck, but I was like, okay, well I just played well in the crap weather the day before. Go out there again in the, the crap weather, just kind of embrace it, and it's another great opportunity to move up the leaderboard. So we woke up, saw it was canceled. So we just sat in the lot or sat in pretty much sat in our beds the whole day. <laughs> Watched football from about noon to about ten o'clock at night. Nice. Nice. We, we uh play a little online. Yelled at the Auburn game a little bit, maybe. Play a little online blackjack for like six hours. Nice. Betonline.ag. Yeah, there it is. That's awesome. Blaine um, took a nap and you were playing online blackjack. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, Blaine, Blaine also drove an hour and a half for lunch. Before we move any further, Nate, what the hell is on top of your lip? Uh, it's a caterpillar I found on the course today, and I just, what the? just stuck 
What is going on with you? Yes. I was hoping. Smovember. Mustache or whatever. That's right. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so you got the weather day. You're all, you're all the way shut down completely on Saturday. So you got to repick up the momentum and you go, you go out Sunday and you absolutely light it up on Sunday. Yeah. I'm telling you. So what the deal is, is there's some weird superstition with me playing blackjack and playing well the next day. (laughs) It's unbelievable. (laughs) So we were, it was the night. So it all started. It was, Back in the beginning of June, it was the night before the U.S. Open qualifier. And it's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Like, I got to wake up early next day. It's like a 30-minute drive, so I'm up at like 5.36. So I'm like, okay, like, I'm just going to go to bed, like 9, 30, 10, get my sleep, be ready to go tomorrow. I got a couple buddies that are over, and they start playing blackjack. So they, they convinced me to play. And I was like, don't want to play. I need to sleep. I'm just going to mm-hmm. lose money. End up losing like two or 300 bucks. And stayed up till like twelve thirty at night. <laughs> so I, I finished. Get I'm, I'm just like so pissed off. I'm like, okay, well, I lost my money and I'm getting no sleep. Yeah. And now I got to go play thirty six holes tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a terrible mindset. But I go out and qualify by like four the next day. So now the joke is like, if I need a good round, like my buddy, my buddies would just tell me to play blackjack. Go burn three hundred and blackjack. Yeah, if you never need somebody to put in like 50 or 60 bucks, like nothing stupid. And we just, we lose pretty much all of it. And then it's just a grind to get it back. I think we ended up breaking even for the day, but we were busy for a long time at least. Just go down early and spend the rest of the day. That's a great investment, man. I mean, it's awesome. All this stuff, like screaming at the computer the whole day. It was hilarious. That sounds awesome. It works. Yeah, we go awesome. the next day, play well, and then he's like, okay, well, I guess we're going to go play blackjack again. Yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Now. So first event in Bahamas, just get after it. Blackjack. Go to, go to Atlantis blackjack. and just play yeah, actual blackjack. I'll probably go there a couple weeks early just to prepare on the, the blackjack table. <laughs> I love that. Spend a few days at some resort, yeah. That's awesome. That's Imagine awesome. watching it on TV the next day, and you're like, "That's the guy I played blackjack with till two a.m." Yeah, that, is, that would be fantastic. <laughs> like, Somebody like, sees that on television, like that dude sat at the blackjack table for like eight hours. That guy night, lost really. six grand last night. Yeah. <laughs> but, he, but he shot sixty two. I'm telling you, that's what it is. If I if I play bad, I training expense the next round is unreal. It's hilarious. That what is hilarious. Ex- what an investment. Too bad you're giving it to the blackjack table. I think it started going in college we were playing i think we were going we were going to florida's event it's like a six-hour drive so me and my buddy are playing in the back of the van like yeah i lost like 200 bucks going to the tournament (laughs) i'm like sitting there like you gotta be kidding me and then i go out there and get my first win at the tournament (laughs) that is amazing so yeah Uh, that is absolutely amazing I I i never thought about that like the more i think of it it goes way back i guess that it does. That's awesome. That's You're giving awesome. your secret away though, because if you got a little, if you got a little side gig going on where you're trying to take some guys at the club, and the night before y'all are hanging out, and you say, "Hey, let's get the cards out, let's play blackjack," I'm totally going. Nope, I am not playing with that guy. Because <laughs> I tell you what, shoot, well, you got to play, gotta play blackjack with me to take the money from me. Right. Just it's true. I tell you Man. what, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm playing tomorrow. I'm about to run two huns right through there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Do it. Dude, I'm about, to, I'm about to do a little deposit That's tonight. Run, about, run, 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 run two hundred dollars of blackjack and then go play with your Sunday school buddies tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah. Just, just rip them up. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No mercy. No mercy. All right. So, so you go out there Sunday. You fire a smooth sixty-three. 
Yeah, uh, eight. That's eight under. I think it's par it seventy one. Uh, seven under. Seven, seven under. Par seventy. Yeah. That's un- which is unbelievable. That gets you all the way up to I think T second, I, I believe, or or somewhere somewhere I think in the second when I fin- I think I, I was end up being T three. That's right. And then uh, I mean we we know we know the key there. So you go. <laughs> it was blackjack, and then uh, you go into Sunday uh, or Monday. Sorry, T three. You know that you're pretty much good to get to get through. You know you're pretty much good. You're thinking, what What are you thinking right here? Like, yeah, I, I, all I can think about is, like, I'm trying to run the clock out or am I trying to win? Like, yeah, was, I don't want to get a top two. In that scenario, like, my coach wrote always just like, okay, well, you only need one spot. Just go win the damn thing. So it's, so it's like, okay, well, I got one goal and that's to win. But then in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, well, technically I'll get eight starts if I just finish 40th. <laughs> So yeah. it's like not something you need to be thinking about, but you recognize that that's there. Sure. So it's because the last thing you want to do is if you have a bad start out of the gate is get super pissed off because you're not going to win and then you blow it and then you get 50th and you don't get anything. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's going into the final round, wanting to give yourself the best opportunities you can to make a run at the leader. So just hit the fairways, hit the greens, leave yourself consistently short middle range birdie putts. And if they drop, they drop. If they don't, take your par and get out of town. So um, easy. Yeah. So it's so I know I think I was I was nine under, I think. Eight maybe eight under. So yeah, was, eight. Like two I think I was like three clear of top ten and a bunch clear of top forty. But it was also the easy course, so you're like, okay, I can go shoot a seventy two and get lapped and get right not a whole lot. So it's – I feel like those easy courses are always a tougher mindset because if you get off to a slow start, you could be even par through six and you're just getting lapped by these guys because it's final stage and everyone's just so damn good there. Right. So it, it was a tough mindset, but we got off to a good start. Made like a 25-footer on the first hole, barely missed birdie on two, birdied three. So that once I got that start, I was like, okay, like ball's rolling. Let's Let's keep it going. Let's chase this guy down. I ended up getting it within one at one point, I think, on the front nine. And then he made a couple birdies, I think, on seven and nine. So I think he was up like three up. And then on 10, he makes double, I make birdie. So then I'm tired for the lead right there. Yeah. That's when I caught. That's when I, I caught it. And for like the longest time, you were, t- you know, tied for the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now I'm, now I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, well, unless someone behind me or in front of us is making a huge run, I'm tied for the lead now. So now it's just one-on-one match play. Let's go get it done. And is he in your group? He was in my group, yeah. Okay, okay. So I ended up three-putt in the next hole from like 25 feet, just something stupid. And then – but birdie the next, stuck to super close on a par three. So just down the stretch, we're just battling back and forth. Um, we get down to, I think I saw a leaderboard after 16 and I saw there was someone in the clubhouse at 13, which is what I finished at. So 14, one, I saw there's someone in the clubhouse at 13. So I could, I said, okay, well we need the last two holes. We got to get one more and then also beat this guy. So 17, I had maybe like an eight or nine footer and the greens were on this course were already pretty soft for the week. So then we got three or four inches of rain the two days before. So it made him even softer. So with all the foot traffic, they got a little bumpy later in the day. So you're 
the last five, six holes, we the two guys I was playing with, we were kind of joking about it, how the ball was bouncing and stuff. So ended up missing like an eight or nine footer on 17, hit a good wedge on 18 to probably eight or nine, maybe 10 feet again. He ends up making like a 15 footer and then I barely miss mine. But um, I mean, I, if you told me I was getting second in the beginning of the week, I would, I'd gladly take it. I mean, Absolutely. you play golf yeah. to put yourself in the scenario. They always say it's a, it's a successful tournament. If you got a chance to win and go into the back nine, the final day. And you did. That's and you what basically you play for, and you get you get the juices flowing, you get the blood flowing, you get a little nerves, you get a little amped up, ball starts going a little further, you get excited. That's that's the feeling we all play for. That's the one we're chasing. So it was just good to be in that scenario. Absolutely. You may tell you something else that'll kinda kinda give you oh, something boy. close to that feeling. That I mean, he was just talking about second place oh, at KFT you. and now we're <laughs> that is that is shopping at at Swannies.co. You yes, coupon code Dad Golf Pod dash twenty five nice. and you can get so close to that feeling of mm-hmm. almost getting through q school <laughs> you look like a joke no, no well, hey guys won't they start paying you too if you, if you get a big enough discount don't you get the clothes for free yeah exactly yes. we're trying to do that's what we're in now we're, we're in andrew check let everybody know we're all teammates here we're all swanee's yeah, athletes we're, we're all we're, swanee's athletes so we're trying to make it happen uh we're, uh, we're actually but, pitching we said it with blaine uh today that we, we're hoping that they will send us to the bahamas to watch you guys play and yes in that first tournament that would be great that would be great yeah <laughs> and then it's all four of us at the blackjack table yeah they were all at the blackjack table just losing getting your the money juices, getting the juices flowing <laughs> and i'll absolutely. be the only one waking up early the next day <laughs> no doubt <laughs> absolutely absolutely uh check them out ben's got the hoodie on we all yeah. like polos pullovers hats everything uh andrew was hey andrew was rocking it this uh andrew was rocking it this past week uh awesome awesome guys over there at swanee's uh show them a lot of love uh we really appreciate their support so support them too um all right so you get through you almost win q school um well, and, you got to say it, Kyle. You got to pillage the sale rack. Yeah, check out. You can even use your coupon code on the sale. sale yeah, even, even the sale stuff you can use. Which yeah, that's, basic... that's what I was talking about. The last one you said, if it's the if the sale's good enough, they'll pay you to buy the shirt, right? He exactly. was listening. Yeah. Really? Listen. Yes. Yeah. If you work so it if right, if you want the Andrew Cozan deal, you just got to figure out. <laughs> Get that last minute closeout <laughs> sale. Maybe an XXL, and you wear a medium, but they're still going to pay you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, you get. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think we got this right now. You get 12 starts guaranteed. Yeah, is, I, get, I get the first 12 for the season. And that's the first, the first three, three shuffles. Yeah. First three reshuffles. So you just go out there and handle business, and you should be pretty set for the year. Um, what's your – so it's weird how there's this long break now. So, like, there's all this intense, like, uh, Q school stuff, and then it's just like you got a month and a half, or really two months, I guess, two and a half months of just nothing until – the actual season starts down in the Bahamas. So uh, what's your plans from now till then? Um, and then we can talk about the schedule. Uh, yeah, it's coming it's up. always a tough time of the year, especially you know, my first year in pro golf. I've only been pro for maybe two months. So I'm not still trying to get used to what tournaments I can play here and what time of the year they're available. So I know this time of the year, everything's kind of winding down on the mini tours and stuff. So I'm playing the RSM Monday qualifier next week up at Sea nice. Island. Nice. So hopefully yes. get through there. That'd be awesome. Um, maybe a couple more Mondays here and there. I haven't really looked at the PGA schedule yet. And then there's this tournament in Florida called the Big Money Classic. It doesn't do anything for status-wise, but they got a decent purse, and it's mid-December. So it's just something to kind of – Get your back into that tournament environment. 
yeah, closer sure. to the Corn Ferry stage. Or the, where's that? Where's that in Florida? It's Orlando somewhere. I'm not exactly sure what course. Nice, nice, nice. But that's only a couple hours for me, so it's just something to get the juices flowing again there, get you back in the tournament competitive mode before before Corn Ferry Tour starts going. So. You said you're in Birmingham now. Will you kind of camp out at West Palm for the next couple of months, just with it being yeah, so? Yeah, in West Palm. My fiance, or my fiance, is in Birmingham. She goes to Sanford University, so I just nice scoot it over here for a few days, and then I'll head back to Sea Island on Saturday for the qualifier. Nice. Um, what's your, what's your tracks in Birmingham? What's your what's your go to spots in Birmingham? Shoal Creek. Yeah. Nice. So you played Shoal Creek. Talk- yeah, we talked about this earlier. They're making fun of they're making fun of me because I want to play really bad and nobody will invite me. Hey, listen, stand out by the gate long enough. We want to invite you. We're not we're not members. Yeah, it's not, it's not we like we're like you just get access. Hey, I, I walked it when I was like sixteen. That was the only yeah. time I played it. Hey members. Hey members of Shoal Creek. Holler at me. Holler at me. Well, I love we'll the out. <laughs> when I come up here, I mean Auburn's only two hours, so we're we're able to as alumni be able to use the facilities and play down there whenever we want. So we were fortunate enough to have that. So I went down there yesterday for a few hours and practiced, played with some of the guys. Um, lucky enough, Eric Eshelman is the director of golf over at Country Club of Birmingham. He's a phenomenal guy, and he was, I'm fortunate enough for him to allow me to practice out there today and tomorrow. It's awesome. Just, that place is in such good condition right now, too. It's well, That's probably one of my favorite courses in Alabama for sure. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm home based out of West Palm. Nice, nice. So we're going to grind it out, uh, try a couple Monday qualifiers. That's actually uh, RSM's next week. So that's yeah, uh, that's qualifiers in like four or five days. That's awesome. That'll be, that'll be, that's a really cool tournament. Uh, I've been there before. I've never played the course, but it's a awesome, that, that's a really yeah, cool fine. event. The course you haven't played. The course I haven't played. I went and bought, I went to the gift shop and bought a visor. That's definitely a poser move, but. um. Online pro shop. No, I went, I did go in. I did go I did go in, I swear. This guy is awesome. I swear I did. So uh, the season kicks back up around mid-January. Um, the first shuffle, we talked about it last episode. You got two in the Bahamas, one in Panama, and then one in freaking, like, Columbia. Columbia. Yeah. yeah. So what's your schedule there? Like, what are you going to try to do? I mean, you got 12 starts, so, I mean, you don't necessarily have to play all of them. But yeah, what, that's, what I've, been, I've been trying to talk to my coach about it, just trying to figure out you know, in, in his past experience, what would be the best way to go about it? So I know, so yeah, as you said, it goes Bahamas, Bahamas, Panama, Colombia, and Florida. So that's the first, you get five in a row to start the season. And then I think there's like a three week break. And then I think the most you have in a row is like maybe two or three. Right. So we're, we're definitely going to the two in Bahamas, definitely doing the one in Florida. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're going to do both Panama and Colombia. We might, depending, because I know between, Bahamas and Panama, there's like almost a full week, so it's not like three days later and you're playing again. Right. So there's a little travel time, so you can almost go home for like two, three days there and then go three in a row from there. So we might end up doing that because it's tough because, yeah, you got 12, but that's also 12 great opportunities you can use to move up. Exactly. So because, I mean, in the golf, one week can, is the difference maker. So it's you don't want to get to the end of the season and say, well, I barely missed it, and I really wish I would have played that one event. I really wish I would have done that instead. Exactly. So it's, it's trying to make all those decisions beforehand, so that you, when you finish, you like, you got no regrets. So. And we're putting you on the spot here because we'd ask Blaine the same thing because he he did that before. Where where do you Kyle? Where do you say Chile? He went to play or somewhere like that. Yeah, yeah Chile, and then 
Arge, and, somewhere in Argentina, maybe. Yeah, so he, there's he ended up, or, um, his, I don't know if they were married or his fiance at the time. She actually caddied for him. Just got married, yeah. The, the travel with caddies and all that kind of stuff, you know, because we were asking, do you grab a local caddy at a place like that just because you're not familiar with it? Or uh, so we are kind of, I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but have, have you even thought about that? Yeah, the, the caddy situation is a big one because my one of my best buds, he's the one that's been caddying for me the last couple of years whenever he can. He still plays D1 golf up at Iona College in New York. Right. So oh. it's, it's been tough for him to get to what he can. Um, so obviously with the season starting in January, then he, he's not going to be able to do those. He might be able to come to one or two of them here and there. But – just want to throw this, I just want to throw this out there. Uh, I do have a passport, and I have a top 15 form tour finish as a caddy, so I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. At I'm, AU Club. So I've got 18 holes with Daniel Chopra, and I also have a passport. So <laughs> I'm, yeah, the, I'm the, I'm on I'm Chopra's the, back. I'm the epitome of the dad bod, and I refuse to walk, so I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but in for blackjack, for sure. Ben's I'm in for, in for blackjack. blackjack. I will, I will travel course, in for right, blackjack, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, awesome. so the, the caddy's been a big a big thing on our minds lately. So the funny story is so he was caddying for me this week, but he had to fly he was so his flight was back on Sunday night after the final round because he had to do some like online final presentation in class on Monday. Oh so we're hmm. sitting there on was it Saturday morning and we get the text saying well we saw we knew the weather was gonna be bad, but we're like, okay, well, there's everyone's got flights, they're gonna try and get this done by Sunday. So if we don't play Saturday, we'll just play 36 Sunday. We get the text saying, all right, it's 18 Sunday, 18 Monday. So then we spend the whole day rushing. We're like, okay, well, he's got to go back. I got to find another caddy. I'm texting all my friends. End up putting, I think I even put something on my Instagram story for like 20 minutes saying, is anyone interested in caddying for me in the final round? Because <laughs> wow. I need to this is amazing. You're qualifying and you're looking for a caddy the, the, yeah. the oh, yeah. night of or the day of. You're T3 going into the last day. Yeah, you're T3 headed into the last day. Kyle is kicking himself. It's like, how was I not on Instagram in that 20 minutes? Yeah, this was this was after the second round. So I was like 22nd. So in my, one of my one of my other closest buddies is, goes to FSU. So he was about to come up for the week anyways, but he ended up not coming. So he's like, okay, well, I'll just come up anyways. Like, I'll come up, I'll come tomorrow, I'll count you for it and everything, we'll get it done. So he's on his way. So we finished the third round and we shoot 63 and we're in like second or third. And my my buddy Justin goes, Well, screw that. Like, I'm not leaving now. Like, I can't. Like, I don't care if I fail. I'm not <laughs> screw leaving. school. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if I fail. That's awesome. They're not gonna they're not gonna fail me. I'm caddying for a guy that's gonna win the tournament. Well, it was funny. So, so so we finished the round, and I said, well, my buddy's on the way. I'm not telling him you're staying. That's your issue. Yeah. <laughs> he calls him, and he's like, hey, I know you're, like, three hours into this drive, but just want to let you know, like, I'm staying. I'm counting tomorrow. And, he, and my buddy, is, was he's super supportive. So he's like, oh, hell no. I don't care, man. Like, I'm going to come. Like, I'm supporting you guys no matter what. So I was – I'm real thankful for all my, all my close friends like that. So we're sitting at dinner, like, rebooking his flight for the next day. Before he even tells the teacher. So he, he ends up calling the teacher like late that night. And it's like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. And he's like, yeah, by the way, like I'm not going to be there tomorrow. And pretty much the teacher's like, well, I'm probably going to fail you now. <laughs> we're like, oh no. Because he, it's tough because he can't say he's like, Hey, I'm at a golf tournament. So I think we ended up saying that he was at a, he's at a job interview, which is 
It's true. That is a true statement. Yep. The job interview my job interview got pushed back to Monday, so I can't be back for class on Monday. So I think I think he's I think he's gonna end up passing, but it was just a teacher was, was Good like, God, I hope the semester's over. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This can't I don't out. know how many New York <laughs> Iona you, college you, professors we have. So it's, it's trimester, so it was like his final day in class. So he's okay. done with it now. All right, screw it. Yeah, well, we'll get like a security, yeah. but it'll be fine. Like he'll pass, I think. So we talked today. That's okay. Awesome. Well, you need to find out because if not, we're going to put that professor on full blast on social media. <laughs> yeah. and we're going to all power that of that. our 600 yeah. Instagram followers There's will no feel the wrath. Yeah. Yes. We're yeah. going to br- drop the hammer on him. No. Yeah. So he's out here like doing this, and he's like, you, you expect me to like skip this? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I, I'm, I'm glad it all that that whole thing worked out because yeah, y'all had the juices. But now he can't caddy for me in the season because he can't miss like the entire semester of that. Like he already missed like yeah. because of it. Mm, can't miss yeah. the whole semester because of it. So maybe like once or twice. So trying to figure out the whole caddy scenario, like you said, you can get one of your buddies or you can just get local caddies, especially those international ones. It's tough to bring caddies here and there. Yeah. It's expensive. But from, from my perspective, I was talking to my caddy, Justin Burkhamer is his name. And, because I really respect his opinion, especially from a caddy perspective. He's got a lot of experience with me. He knows what I prefer as a player and all the small stuff that he does. I don't even recognize. So we're like trying to find someone in our friend group that would be, that would be good for that. Because we thought being fresh out on tour, like new up and coming kid, it's already going to be weird. It'd be a lot better to have one of our close friends doing it. Make sure. you feel more comfortable than it is getting some random some random guy each and every event. It's just going to be way different. So I think we're going to end up trying to figure out some sort of friend of ours that would be willing to do that for a little bit. So Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's going to be uh, a little bit of a, um, a wait to see till we get to the, uh, to the tour kicks off. Yes. But we're, we're super fired up for you. Excited about going to Bahamas. and We're excited about coming to play Blackjack with you at um, <laughs> yes. uh, the Sandals. The sandals oh, at Emerald same. Bay. I can't wait. It'll be a I business can't. expense, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, Let's we're not riding throw that, that out there. We're still getting Swannies. We're still making our pitch for them to put us down there. To yes, you guys. I mean, we got two Swannies. We're gonna take a pop up to Yeah, we need to. Yeah. We need to make sure this happens. And then Swannies koozies. Yeah, exactly. It's just some, rain, we're, some rainproof gear. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna be the Swannies gorilla marketing team. That's yes. gonna be that's 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 our goal. That's our goal. Brand ambassadors. Some camo rain jackets. Yeah. <laughs> With swans all over them. That's gonna be something that's gonna be something that some marketing person for Swannies is gonna get fired because they're gonna go into like the CEO and they're just like, Yeah, we sent these three guys to the Bahamas to follow a couple of athletes, and all they did was play blackjack and drink the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but just other absolute. than that, we think it was a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> It was the, the 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 idea was good. Idea yeah, was good. Idea, just, idea yeah, was the, the, the guys you're sitting at the table with that they win like six hundred bucks. Just get them to buy like eight shirts. Yes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Any good money on the blackjack table would just be reinvested into swannies. Exactly. That's the yep. theory. That's the theory. That's how, <laughs> right. guys. That is That's a million dollar awesome. idea right there. And um, we're and we're all in because even at blackjack, I'm wearing a hoodie with the swannies logo on everything. Even though we're in the Bahamas, doesn't matter. Okay. Yes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Gotta represent the brand. 
Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. For the brand, for the brand, <laughs> dude, thank you so much for this. Yeah, uh, you're taking your, your, your all over the road, uh, taking a little pit stop, see your fiance and you take time to talk to us, man. That's just awesome. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, we're, really appreciate you guys having me on. Hey, yeah. enjoy playing show without Kyle tomorrow. That'd be great. You guys, uh, <laughs> you guys have a big time. Uh, <laughs> Make hey, you need a caddy for show. Maybe you can let him caddy out there. We got anytime you're in town, you know, and you got, you know, you need a got to play with. Just let me know. I'll get you out. <laughs> or something. There we go. He needs to, he needs to borrow a driver. He busted yeah, can you driver get us on the dog? <laughs> yeah, you got to check, check out Instagram. <laughs> check out Instagram and check what happened, what happened to my driver. Uh, the head broke or something, right? Yeah, yeah I'm so did, strong. Yeah. It just he popped did right pipe it though. It did. It still went a long way. It was he made wild. birdie. He birdied the hole. That's what counts. It's pretty wild. Pretty wild. But uh, anyway, this is episode eighty-seven, Friendship Friday. Yes. Andrew Kozan, uh, Corn Fairy Tour future star, ready to take over, and uh, we're excited uh, to have him on. And hopefully, uh, we can convince him to come back on again sometime. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm always ready for this. This is awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be searching blackjack tables tonight, just looking for a Kozan. Just we're gonna study the name there at the table. Out there like that? No. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah, all the online chat, all the online blackjack rooms, we're gonna be where's Kozan? Where's Kozan? Yeah. Who's he? 57. We're in there. He's deep in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's deep in there. All right, who's dude. A U N D or is Andre, yeah, who is? Oh, this? got it, got we it, got it. Yeah, we got found it. him, found him. <laughs> Absolutely, thanks, thanks again, and yeah, uh, guys, it's Friday, so yes, have a good weekend. Hit them straight, and I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not supposed to say that, but hit them straight anyway over the weekend. Go and we'll catch, money. we'll catch you back on Monday. Uh, another episode, another yep. week of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always, Always broken. broken. You've been listening to. The Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.